Welcome into the CHGO White Sox post game show, coming to you live from Studio A in the or from the CHGO studios in the West Loop of Chicago. I'm your host Sean Anderson. You can find me on Twitter at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. Alongside me is Herb Lawrence. Hello. You can follow him on Twitter at Actonwall23. He's our CHGO White Sox community leader. We'll be joined from. Guaranteed rate field. That's where they play. Uh, <laughs> by our CHGO White Sox beat writer, Vinny Duber, later on in the show. Before we get into the games, let's plug some CHGO stuff before we get. First up, we'll go chronological. Okay. I like to go chronological, all right? We got the Crosstown Takeover Series. We got Cubs and Sox taking place on July 26th and August 16th. The game at Guaranteed Ray Field is on July 26th, so go to AllCHGO to buy your tickets. Diehards, you do get a discounted price, uh, so make sure you are using your diehard discount uh, when you do buy your when you do buy your tickets. But yes, uh, Herb's wearing the Southside shirt. You do, when you buy tickets, uh, get uh, access to the pregame meetup, uh, which on the 26th is at Gaelic Park um, out in Oak Forest. You get transportation there and back uh, to the uh, bar in Oak Forest uh, via via a bus, and you get a free shirt, and you either get the South Side Choice or the North Side Choice. And if you're you know a Sox fan, you're probably picking the South Side Choice. So uh, come out and have a blast with us there. Then August 25th, it's, it's a very blessed day. Because uh, it is the anniversary of what great album? Tusk. No. That's exactly guess. what I was going to guess. Um, Born to good, Run. Born to Run. Look at you. Boom, on the second hey, one. Hey, look at you. Two, well, one for two. That ain't bad. I mean, 50%. that was actually a good album, even though I don't even know about that album. August I know the, 20, I know the uh, title track, of course. August 25th, 1975. It, it's only, you know, it's under 40 minutes. It's, uh, what, eight tracks? Eight tracks? Eight tracks? It's eight tracks, folks. Uh, it's eight tracks. It's it's digestible. I think mm-hmm. I think you're gonna learn all eight. There there's not a miss on that that single album. Anyways, that's what it used to be back in the day. Short and sweet. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right to I the mean, point. Let's let's jam out. I mean, Jungle Land's nine nine and a half minutes, but again, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's all killer, no filler. Anyways, that was in 1975. This is in 2023. We have the, and you are very particular about this. What is this? Inaugural CHGO. Golf outing. I yes, don't. the CHGO kickoff classic. Uh, Friday, August 25th, 9 a.m. shotgun start at Cog Hill. Uh, we will be on the second link, right? Yeah, course two. Course two. In Lamont. Uh, in Lamont? Yes. Okay, in Lamont, uh, Cog Hill. I mean, it's, it's a place that the PGA has been before. It's a very iconic uh, golf course. Tiger is one of uh, Yeah, I think the uh, Western was played on Dubs Red, which is four, right? Correct. Yeah, so we'll be on two, which people say is the best of the four and for the for the money you get the best on number two steven's played two before i've played all four of them actually oh, they're yeah. all really Ooh. nice i want to say is it called ravines i want to say yeah. number two yes yeah um tiger won the bmw championship which was held in there in 2007 2009 2010 and 2011 tiger won it in 2007 2009 and uh shot a course record tiger did I don't know what that is. Also, uh, Tigers won there five times. So uh, I don't golf much, and Coghill seems like an easy, easy beginner uh, course. So buy your tickets. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. It's called being facetious. Uh, you want to 
show the you're showing all the details there, Stephen. You want to go back to that? Um, the entry fee includes 18 uh, holes with a cart, exclusive pins and aces tea gift uh, for every player, which I do think was the. Uh, you also get access to uh, limited pins and aces uh, in CHGO Polo, which is on the uh, original poster as well. There'll be hole contests, and uh, there's also great giveaways uh, all throughout. And there's uh, lunch, drinks, and a ceremony after the round. So uh, head over to uh, allchgo.com uh, to buy your tickets to either event. We would love to see you. And really. as always, you said, diehards, you get a discount right there, 20%. Yep. So jump on a diehards. And as that one says, too, there is a discount for the uh, Coghill event. We got to email, uh, what is it? Uh, events John. at... Uh, Events at all. Oh, scroll up. Where are you going? Uh, events at allcitynetwork.com to receive your discount code for the tournament. Uh, so thank you very much, and uh, hopefully we will see you out at Cog Hill, everybody. Um, I'm just delaying the inevitable. And uh, hey, Connor, how's it going? Uh, we are joining you live after two White Sox losses, yeah. six to two, and then five to four. The six to two loss after ten innings of baseball. It was zero to zero. And then the 11th, they said, ow, oh, we'll score eight runs. Um, Herb, before we get into the White Sox, yep. you made a comment about KPW's Blue Jays. They're not an impressive bunch. No, not at all. Like, Lance was filthy. But 25 swings and misses today from Lance against these uh, Blue Jays, they're not as formidable as they should be. Like, they exploded in the sixth inning or in the 11th inning with the six runs. But that was soft hit, soft hit, soft hit, soft hit. After another, Aaron Bummer, and I know people are going to get on his ass because at the end of the day, the five earned runs go to him. But he induced the ground balls, as my guy Alex Rudo was sitting with uh, today in the 108. He did his job. He induced weak contact. Sometimes the White Sox didn't pick the ball up. And another thing they didn't do is keep the ball in the infield when that ball was slightly past them. There were no attempts to you know smother that ball, no heart in that last 11th inning. And then, you know, how they scored in the bottom of the 11th inning. A couple of those runs don't score in the top. Maybe you have a chance and maybe you have a little bit more of a, a shot and you feel a little bit better. But, yeah, these Blue Jays, they're good, but they're not as good as they should be. And I'm sure KPW will tell you the exact same thing. Yeah, I mean, not an impressive bunch. And, again, Barrios is a guy that you have seen a ton. He was, was formerly in the division, and uh, he's just absolutely uh, dominating uh, <laughs> the White Sox. I'm like, What's up, Shep? Uh, the Phenom has never been more of an official member of the media, of, of baseball media, uh, than when he showed his praise to the boss, which, I, hey, I, I find very fitting, Shep. You should, um, read, the, you should read the end. Uh, if, if, if that man's the boss, then I'm quitting. <laughs> That's a classic line. I think my guy, first time I heard that was my guy, well, who's Matt Vandenbrock. I think he's saying Matt Weber. Okay. But I think Matt Vandenbrock said that one. Um, and I agree, too. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I mean, I know that's classic is, you know, if, if you are a baseball writer, you do then like Bruce Springsteen. It's like it's, Bruce yeah. Springsteen for the older people. And I forgot what you kids love. People who are uh, younger than I am, they have a specific group that they love, too. Like the, what? The, like a, a James Fegan uh, type of era writer. They love a specific air, uh, person. I forgot who it was. It's a, I don't know. It's not Tom Petty. It's somebody like in the Bruce Americana type of singing for their category. Isabel? Maybe. Somebody Sturgill will, Simpson. Probably. Somebody will tell me. I don't want to talk about baseball. I'll just keep naming artists I know. Go up a little bit, uh, Stephen. 
Uh, no, never mind. I was just thinking, like, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about baseball either because that was very depressing. <laughs> I was at the first game and just boring zero zero game. It I mean, didn't Lance seem like Lance was, was there either. There was about I, if I would just do a guesstimate, about five thousand when it started the game, um, smattering up on the upper deck, and then a very loud and boisterous Toronto Blue Jays contingent there. So more Blue Jays fans, at least cheering. Uh, at the game than the White Sox in the first game. But, you know, teams checked out. I uh, don't blame White Sox fans at all. This team sucks. The weather was beautiful. It was a great game to go to. But not giving money to Jerry is a thing that White Sox fans don't want to do, and you shouldn't do it. Well, no, and shout out to Samuel Martin uh, uh, sending us some uh, some money. We appreciate that. Uh, give him a little goose honk if if you don't mind, Stephen. Uh, super chat, so you know we appreciate the show. Thank you, uh, we appreciate all you guys, and uh, you know you always don't have to give a super chat if if you if you don't have uh, the funds or whatever. Uh, we always appreciate just a subscribe and a like, so you don't miss any of the shows. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we always see you know Socks App, Daniel Berry, uh, Derek. Clark, all hanging out in the chat. Samuel, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's always just good to see the faces because this team, they're tough. So the fact that you guys keep showing up, uh, we really, really do appreciate it. They are 15 games under 537 and 51. I don't know what else to say about this team. I don't know. I I don't. I, I they gave up 16 hits in game two. They thrown out Jesse Schultons for five innings. I mean. Do I, that's what I could say. It, it seems like they're on their last legs, and we're not even at game one hundred. We both looked at what each other fuck? when Jesse Sholdens came back out for the fifth inning. It was a three-two White Sox lead out off of the Ugh. power of Aloy's home run, and we're like, "Man, he's given up two solo home runs. He's looked good. Get him out the game. What are we doing? Why are we trying to stretch him to five? I understand their situation where they have two starting pitchers out." of their uh, IL right now with Kopech and uh, Clevenger, so they have to do these bullpen games. But you could go to another pitcher earlier. You called up Padilla, and you called up um, Jimmy Lambert today. You could have had those two guys pitch. Instead, he let this guy pitch another fifth inning and gave up a couple of runs and then brought in Brian Shaw, who already pitched in the 11th yeah. inning in the first game. I mean, Brian Shaw gives you 30, I don't know, 37 pitches today, and there's no Keenan Middleton. There's no Tuki Toussaint. Nope. There's no Tanner Banks. None. What the fuck? There's no. There was Kendall Graveman. There was Kendall. Yeah. We don't. I don't know. We, we saw her. We saw her in Bummer. But still, like, I mean, the, he didn't use the full bullpen. It's and there was weird. an off day yesterday. It's weird. It's weird. It's He's not good at managing his bullpen at all. And at times you saw, and we were talking about it earlier, the game that Lance Lynn was throwing a no-hitter, I think it was versus the Tampa Bay Rays, up until the sixth inning. You could tell he was tiring. The inning before he gave up the first hit, he was kind of tiring. Pedro had no one warming in the bullpen for Lance to go. He gave up four runs in that same inning mm -hmm. where he gave up his first hit. That's because Pedro is slow to react, and he just has one guy for that inning. He's not going to have another guy ready just in case this other guy falters. I think he thinks that if he has another guy in the bullpen, the guy on the mound's going to be like, oh, I don't know, they're going to be taking me out. Put a guy up there just in case. We He's way too late to make a decision that fans have already made three batters before. And we kind of talked about the positive with that with Elvis Andres yesterday saying, you know, Pedro believes in his guys. I wonder if, you know, again, he believes a little bit too much. I yeah. mean, maybe the opposite is, is the case too. Um, let's take a quick break. Um, 
I'm going to tell everybody about Lewis University, if you don't mind. And then would you mind telling people about Sunnyside? I don't mind. Yeah. Put my contacts on today. Oh, I mean, take your time. I, I'll, I'll take my time, and you know, maybe I'm you, good. you know, you can go onto your iPhone and turn up the the, the text size there, Grandpa. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lewis University. What is this old man? Mm. <laughs> uh, Words. CHGO Blackhawks uh, host Jay Zawoski is an alum uh, of uh, Lewis University, and students are just like you. Whether they, uh, whether you have a full time job, a family, a full time sports fandom, uh, maybe you are a current college student on summer break and you didn't love your first university choice, and you are from Chicago. Well, this university is 35 miles southwest of Chicago in Romeoville, and you can go back to school to earn a respected degree at Lewis University, or you can continue uh, or complete your bachelor's or master's degree or enroll in a professional certificate program. Uh, And Lewis has the right program for you. They have grad programs in criminal justice and public safety, data science, computer science, cybersecurity, um, business analytics, and adult undergrads uh, programs in computer science, uh, aviation maintenance technology certifications, uh, business analytics, criminal justice, business programs, technology programs, and what I know most about is the nursing program. Uh, I have a cousin, Maggie, who uh, didn't love her first choice. It was a very competitive school for nursing. She ended up going to Lewis, uh, completing her bachelor's degree there. She has a fantastic job now. She's got a full-time job that pays very well. She's out on her own. We're very, very proud of her. I'll start tearing up. Great job, Maggie. <laughs> Discover how a degree from Lewis can help you build a better world and learn more at lewisu.edu slash U-Y-O-U can do this. lewisu.edu slash Y-O-U can do this. And if I'm going to give a shout out to Maggie, uh, her brother Charlie might be joining us at Cog Hill. So there you oh. go. He's, he's the golfer of the family. So I said, you know, hey, come try to show me up, which he will. What do you mind if I call him Chuck? Uh, so it, that's funny because uh, his aunt, my well, my no, I'm sorry, his mom, mm-hmm. which would be my aunt, because yep. again, cousins. That's how that works. Um, his her one of her ex boyfriends was Chucky, mm-hmm. so like that was kind of like she she it was very specific that he wasn't Chuck, so we call him Chuck and Chucky all the damn time. Okay, because <laughs> we're horrible people. Yes, you are. We're great family members. That's great. Uh, Sunnyside is your home for judgment free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide variety of high-quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your summer. One-stop shop for all your cannabis needs, no matter where you are and your cannabis journey. Easy online ordering and online in-store pickup. Great transparent loyalty program, Sunnyside Rewards. Illinois' favorite dispensary from city to suburbs. Wrigleyville to River North, both of those places I've been to. Champaign or to South Beloit. Sean? Which Chicago athlete made you feel good this week? Luis Robert Jr. He did a 180. He's going to be in the home run derby. Herb, you can sit back, relax, strap it in, and take some edibles and watch Luis Robert hit moonshots on Monday. I'm definitely going to do that. Mercy. Um, Mindy's, one of my favorites. It's awesome. It's the best tasting gummy and chocolate edibles created by James James Beard award-winning chef Mindy Siegel. Also, I like the Fryers. They're from the company, well, Cresco also has a, a brand there, reliably excellent cannabis, consistent quality, experience, availability, flour, vapes, concentrates, and pre-rolls. But the Fryers is what I do. It's a very, very smooth, gu- gummy, edible, gets me right where I need to go. Sativa, Sean, not Indica. You need to know the difference because you take the Indica, you'll be in the couch. Tomorrow's Fryer, Herb. 
What? I'm just trying to do the CTA. I'm just trying to help you. Good news. <laughs> Through August, head to sunnyside.shop and use the code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. One use per customer. I've learned this the hard way. Just you do it one time. New or you new or use new or existing customer. It doesn't matter one time. That's not only for new customers. Anyone can use it one time. Pick up everything you need and elevate your summer. Must be 21 plus or Illinois card holder, medical card holder. And, and Sox fans do get a discount. Again, CHGO 25. 25% off. You get one use uh, through August. So uh, go check out Sunnyside. Uh, and, and great job. Perfect. And use a lot of it. What was that? Buy it up. Oh, buy it up. Hell like yeah. 25% off? You better stock up, brothers. A- absolutely. Sisters. <laughs> Uh, let's go to White Sox season. Mercy. I can't believe you doing this without some, some help. I I saw one concerning, uh, comment from, I think Danny. Um, I I know it was a tough game. Uh, drink, drink some goose, have a little, have a little sunny side, uh, treat. Um, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't think anything is, is too serious to, uh, to be, uh, I mean, not around, I guess. Yeah. Oh, Joe, it was Joe. My bad, Joe. Um, you know, it's uh, I hope you're joking. It's White Sox baseball, yeah, exactly. and, and I feel like there's been a lot of worse seasons. Uh, I mean, remember when they traded Fernando Tatis? For I James literally Shields? think that, I mean, that last year tough. was a worse season for me, feeling that because I'd never thought they were a 500 team. This year, I mean, I got my hopes up, but also I knew what was going on last year, so I'm like, this is the old hat. Last year for me, I think for most White Sox fans, is like, what are we doing? How are we this bad? And now this year, it's like. This is this is like a continuation of last year, so it's just worse. I do want to just cut Ooh, in for Jackson Holiday. Ooh, Andy, Andy. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I even there was I think cease for Holiday. I saw that too. I mean, uh, that works. Bleacher Report. But I mean, it works nah, not for well. our side. But I'm saying the the Orioles I mean, would be like hit it. I mean, hey. It's going to be easier to trade TA if we got Jackson Holiday. Um, so I do just want to say, I feel a little bit bad for our friends over at PHNX, and I feel like I jinxed them a little bit. I'm wearing the hat. I had it turned backwards, and I just saw on Twitter that Corbin Carroll left the game and grabbed his shoulder after taking a swing. He so, did it yesterday or a couple days ago, too, didn't he? And it, it seems like he just did it again. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so uh, not good. That um, usually means that he has a separated shoulder, and <laughs> he'll, he can just pop it back in. It won't heal itself until he actually has surgery in the uh, offseason. Yeah, it looks like it didn't look great. Um, but SoxHap did say something about trade value about Lance Lynn, uh, Lance Lynn's trade value upping, uh, and he is right. Uh Game one was a 6-2 final after 11, but again, uh, heading through the really good. 10th inning. What? It was really good. Oh, I thought you were still hitting the button about Jackson Holiday. Oh, I've, um, I'm, I'm continuing hitting that. Through 10, through 10 innings, it was a 0-0. Um, you shared the Chris Kampka stat with me. Sox are 9-1 lifetime when uh, they have a starting pitcher go nine or seven innings, uh, allow one hit, uh, no earned runs, and strike out at least 10. The one loss today. Uh, let's hear from Lance Lynn, because uh, our own Vinny Duber was in the dugout after the game and chatted with Lance Lynn. So we'll go to Lance Lynn, and we'll talk about how great he's been over the past four games. But here's Lance on his stuff. To be honest with you, I got more stuff than I've ever had in my career. So it's uh, it's kind of a, a weird feeling um, when you look at, you know, like the, you know, the numbers of win-loss and, and ERA being as bad as they are. 
Um, there's a lot of good I've done. It just doesn't look it. So I just got to, uh, you know, keep going, and hopefully everything kind of, you know, evens out at the end of the year. But if I keep doing what I'm doing, you know, it should. Your teammates and, and Pedro all talking about, you know, the belief in turning this thing around here. Do you, gotta, do you see the mindset in the clubhouse right now to get that done? Yeah, I mean, the mindset's there. The work's there. Everybody's doing everything they can. We just got to win games. Um, and that's where we're at. Uh, we got to start winning games or none of that matters, to be honest. So that's where we're at. We got to win baseball games. You've been a leader in there for, for a while. The trade deadline approaches you mentioned that before. How do you affect the mindset at all? Uh, that's, that's the business of it. Um, you know, usually at the trade deadline, you're, you're either going for it or you're, you know, you're out of it. So, you know, hopefully we can put a, a nice stretch here um, and then, uh, you know, make them, uh, you know, add and, and we can have a chance to make a run at it. But like I said, we're going to win games. Thought it was interesting to hear Lance Lynn say, uh, it's, you know, he feels like his stuff is the best it's ever has been. And, and I mean, over the past four games, it's tough to deny it. Uh Steven, feel free to flash the graphic. I did look this up, and I, I'm not sure if it's the best time point to grab from, but Major League <laughs> pitchers since June 18th, there's one pitcher that has 100 swings and misses induced. It's Lance Lynn, 101. Next on the list is Spencer Strider with 69. So, like, he's the only one at 100, and there's, like, a gap. Like, it's like Wilt Chamberlain numbers mm -hmm. like it's just like there's one guy that's seven three and everyone else is six three um but go to uh, uh, the, the numbers are still there my bad steven uh in the last four games for lance lynn uh 25 and two-thirds innings pitched a 386 era 19 hits allowed six walks surrendered mm. 41 strikes and again 101 swings and misses let's go out to guarantee rate field and welcome in our own vinnie duber you can follow him on twitter at Vinny Duber, he's our CHGO White Sox beat writer. He sent in that video of Lance Lynn, got to chat with him after today's game. Uh, he seems to be the important... Oh, Steven still is trying to forget... Oh, hi. Hi, Vinny. Um, <laughs> Vinny, how is Lance? Because uh, obviously, you know, he, he, they lost, so he, he wasn't really uh, very very up. But uh, what what is Lance making of his last four games and what he's really finding right now because it was such a struggle early on in the year, but uh, that ERA, I think, is getting close, or if not under six at this point. Yeah, it's 6-0-something. I was looking at it earlier. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's happy, obviously, with how things have been going, but I think he knows that this is, uh, you know, that a season is built on on the entirety of it and not just a, you know, a nice little couple of weeks here. Um, and he knows that his season to this point has been built on three months. Uh, a lot of which have, has not gone his way. So um, I, I think his reaction was mostly like, yeah, let's hope that this can be consistent. Let's hope that the, what we've been seeing here from him the last little bit is something that he can uh, do over and over and over again on the other side of the all-star break, because consistency was something he did not have in the first three months of this season. Um, and if you go back to last year, it's a little bit of the same, right? I mean, it was a, a, a rough two months after the injury for him uh, in terms of consistency, right? Sometimes you would see the guy that you would expected you expected to see all along. And sometimes you would see a guy get knocked around uh, that kind of describes the first two, two and a half months of this season. So um, whether that is uh, in a white Sox uniform or, or somewhere else, I think he wants to turn that into uh, an entire season of uh, good results of results. Like he's seen the last little uh, few times out. 
And Vinny, I know that we see the White Sox as pretty much being finished now a season high or season low, 15 games below 500. We heard what Rick Hahn had to say the other day where it's kind of he's leaning the way that we think he should be leaning the team sale. What about the rest of the players? Are they, do you think that this has creeped in that this season's not going to be it and that most of them are going to be probably on a different team by the time August hits? Well, I think they know reality, if that's what you mean. Um, I don't know if they think that most of them are going to be on another team. Perhaps, you know, they know that that possibility exists. But I think right now they just can count and they can see that they're 15 games under 500 and that the division gap is now eight and a half games between them and the first place twins. Um, You know, for the longest time, their belief that they could turn things around was maybe laughable to some folks outside based on the way they had played for however long but i think on the inside it was well it's true they can there the the division is there for the taking they can turn it around but the opportunities to do so are rapidly fading if not all the way gone already um just from a math standpoint right i mean this is a team now that is going to have to win an awful lot of games they're going to have to start doing not only something they haven't done to this point, but then exceed that and multiply that by a bunch because they got to win a whole ton of games to get out of a 15 game under 500 hole. This is the worst they've been. I mean, remember we were talking, uh, you know, it was, it was, Oh, what a horrible April, what a horrible April. And for the longest time it was, Oh man, if it wasn't for that horrible April, they'd be right in this thing. They'd maybe be in first place in the division. Well now after, you know, here we are on the other side of the 4th of July and they're, record is worse than it was at the end of that 10 game losing streak at the end of April. So, um, you know, they know that they can, they can, they can read a standings page on, on, on their phone. They can, they can uh, see that. Um, and they also are not all rookies. They've been in this business for a while and they know what happens this time of year to teams that have that kind of record. So um, I think what Rick Hahn said the other day is absolutely true. What Elvis Andros to, told me Yesterday is absolutely true. What Lance Lynn said today is absolutely true. They believe they can do it. They want to do it. Their goal is to turn this thing around and get back into it. And the division is not, you know, it's not like they're 20 games out of first place. But at the same time, the the, the clock's running out here. Calendar, you're crossing off the days to the trade deadline. It's less than a month away. And they're going to have to win something like, they, they would have to go on a 15-game winning streak starting tomorrow to get back to 500. I mean, that's just, you know, like July 20, what I mean, that would be post all-star break, probably like near the right. end of July. Right. Which like, is days before the yeah. trade deadline. So it, it, it looks, uh, it looks very unlikely that anything, but, um, seller status, uh, you know, this season being kind of done, uh, at, at the end of July is, is going to happen. Um, that being said, as I, I do want to keep bringing up, it doesn't necessarily mean that this is going to be everything must go. You know, this is, this is not this. There are guys who look like trade candidates. There are a a number of them certainly. And I think a guy today who you saw on the mound, Lance Lynn has kind of quietly at first and now loudly gone from what is anybody going to, you know, who would want this guy? Why would anybody want to trade for him to, they got something here that, that, that other teams are going to be very, very interested in. So, um, there's guys that can go, but I don't think people should be gearing up for this team to be stripped bare or anything like that, especially on the position player side, you might not see anybody go.
Well, let's talk about that after the break because I, I do think Lance is an interesting trade piece. Um, Want to let people know about Shady Rays. It was a beautiful day, enough to get two games of baseball in. Uh, take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with the warm weather head. With premium polarized shades at an affordable price, Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. They have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, it told us that they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. You can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, they can... Ex- you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. Again, Shady Rays has your back long after your purchase. That's why there's no risk when you shop. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code CHGO for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized shades. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And our friends over at Pins and Aces, we've already brought them up because of the CHGO uh, kickoff classic that is on August 25th. So make sure you head over to allchgo.com to get your tickets. And again, there is the exclusive Pins and Aces and CHGO uh, shirt collab. So when you do sign up and get your ticket, you will get that badass shirt from our friends over at Pins and Aces. They're the official golf apparel partner of All City and CHGO. We obviously love our Pins and Aces gear, and we're very excited to be pairing up with them for our first inaugural. There you go. <laughs> kickoff classic. Uh, they're a family-owned golf apparel business, and they make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and even our favorite beer sleeve. It's an innovative product that allows you to store seven beers right inside your golf bag and keep drinks cold the entire round. So check out pinsandaces.com and use code CHGO to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. Um, I, I watched an interesting video about um, the the idea of uh, quote-unquote Chad inning eaters uh, from uh, my guy Foolish Baseball and, you know, talking about these guys that are overlooked because what they do is they provide outs for a team. There is 162 games to get through, and while they might not be putting up the prettiest of numbers, what they could do is, hey, if you have a, a Michael Kopech who can only go four innings, he's going to be able to go nine innings no matter what because he's not really about you know, blowing people away. Lance Lynn is a very interesting person. I mean, he's a great immaculate grid player because he's been traded before. He understands the realities of being a veteran, uh, twin and, and Yankee. You wouldn't expect it, but Lance Lynn. Um, I, I think that Lance, especially with what he's shown over the past four games, has really put himself on the trade uh, 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 market. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it was really a rough spot there, but we see the Dodgers suffering with like 15 starting pitchers and pitcher pitcher injuries. Like Vinny always says, it's not just the White Sox dealing with injuries. Lance Lynn, even though the numbers aren't pretty, has shown and proven that he is a veteran who can eat innings, and that is very valuable for teams just to get to October. He doesn't have to be the ace in October. It's just to get them across the finish line. And I'm not trying to be picky with any player or return for the White Sox. Hopefully Rick Hahn's able to do his job and leverage the pieces that he has. And if it's one prospect, that's great. Awesome. If it's three lottery tickets, awesome. I'm not going to be picky, but I do think that Lance is putting himself in the conversation to be traded this, this deadline. Well, and you're talking about, you know, the numbers looking ugly. Certainly one number looks ugly, and that's the ERA, which is still over six and is, I believe, still the second highest amongst qualified starting pitchers. But Lance Lynn ranks fifth in baseball in strikeouts. 
Lance Lynn ranks in the top, I believe, seven in baseball in K per nine. I mean, this is a guy who has some ugly numbers and some numbers that look really, really good. Um, so obviously recent work has, has helped improve those those ones that do look good. But you're telling me there's not a, a front office or two out there that are going to look at those strikeout numbers and say and, and that track record that Lance says and uh, has and say, oh, boy, second half playoff push. That guy can get the job done. Absolutely. And you talk about the innings. Certainly that goes without saying that he can do that. And he has a history of doing that. That's part of his personality when he came to this team. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that um, the with the amount of starting pitchers that are going to be available, which is probably not going to be very high, and the amount of uh, teams that are going to be buying, which is going to be very high just because of the um, you know amount of uh, playoff positions that there are these days in, in baseball, um, it sure would seem that the White Sox have some things that some people might want. Does it mean that you should expect, you know, a uh, a rapid rebuild here, uh, you know, over the over the course of a couple of months leading into next season, because they're going to, you know, get those uh, those kinds of returns that they got at the beginning of this thing for sale and Eaton and, and, and Quintana. No, probably not. But it means that there are some guys that uh, that are out there and maybe Rickon can uh, do what he says he wants to do and, and improve this team's chances uh, for the long haul here, which obviously starts with next season. And the way that you, Sean, feel about T.A. and how you think other teams will be calling the White Sox and you'll take a deal that it might be less than just to, you know, reset the team. I think Lance Lynn is the reality of the way you feel, where teams around the league will be like, man, as Vinny just said, he's a veteran that does it before and even last year had success. And you've seen through these last four games real success where he's striking out and making people miss. There'll be, the phone will be uh, ringing off the hook, I think, for Lance Lynn, for Lucas Giolito. Some will call for Dylan Cease, and I don't think he'll, those answer, those calls will be answered. But I think that is more the real reality that the White Sox pitchers are just more appetizing to people around the league. And so I think Lance Lynn and Lucas Giolito are going to fetch the White Sox something better than their actual numbers show. And it all comes down to control. I, I think that's the most important thing when we're looking at Lucas Giolito, Lance Lynn, and Tim Anderson. Um, Lucas Giolito, maybe last year might have been the better quote-unquote time to trade him, but uh, you know, right now he has great numbers and it is still not an ugly time to trade him. It doesn't seem like they would be able to retain his services after next year. Maybe they're active in the free agent market for him, but I, I would find that uh, to, to be surprising. Lance Lynn does have a team option next year, but I think that is actually, you know, probably more enticing to teams. You know, the fact that you have that ability to pick this player up and then, you know, choose on whether you need to keep him around or not. I mean, the Dodgers, maybe he has a great end of the season if he's traded to the Dodgers and the Dodgers can be like, oh, all right, you know, this price for Lance Lynn, that's totally fine. We, we you know, really don't care about you know, the money, it's all about winning games. Right. Um, You know, that that could be enticing. And and even T.A., I understand that the results haven't been there, but maybe you take that player out of this stressful situation. And we've always been excited about what T.A. does in big moments and what T.A. does in the postseason. You're saying that a postseason team wouldn't want T.A. as No, they would want him. No, I know. They're going to undersell and they're going to go low for the White Sox. If one team tries to undersell, then another team's going to try to oversell a little bit. And then the other team, hopefully you have just that situation where the hands keep going up on the bats and then until someone puts it on top and you get three prospects. Just like somebody said in the the, the chat, it's the thing is the people who are doing the conversations. 
with these other yes. teams. So, I mean, that's the comment from from Maddie. Uh, we have we have the super chat here, Stephen. Uh, is there any sense that Han and Kenny's jobs are in jeopardy? Any organization outside of maybe the Cardinals wouldn't stand for this. Uh, thank you, Maddie, for the uh, super chat here. Um, I, I think that Vinny, you t- you talked to the man on July fourth. He's talking to you guys. I, I don't think that there is any sense around Chicago that Rick Hahn and Kenny Williams will not be making the decisions for, or that won't they won't be making the decision. There is no sense around Chicago that Kenny or Rick would be removed from their positions after this season, and it feels like they would be in control of this team during the offseason. I, I, I don't really feel there's any sense that there's any smoke there. The only thing we have to go on is what Rick Hahn has said. Uh, Kenny Williams does not speak to the media and Jerry Reinsdorf does not speak to the media. So it's, it's through Rick Hahn and Rick Hahn has acknowledged now on multiple occasions, uh, you know, that he is a general manager for a professional baseball team and for a major league baseball team. And oftentimes when things do not go right, that job can be lost, um, you know, for those reasons. Uh, but that's really the only thing we've heard. And, so if, if that's really all I can go on is that uh, I can tell you that they know that, you know what I mean? That they that 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 Rick and Kenny are certainly aware of that. They're not just, you know, whistling, you know, down the baseline thinking that they've got, uh, you know, that they've they've been doing a great job. They know what the record is. They know that the decisions they've made have helped lead to that record. Um, but as for losing a job, they're not the ones who get to make those decisions. Uh, Jerry Reinsdorf makes those decisions and he does not speak to us uh, media members. So um, I don't, I can't tell you what his thinking is on that. Yeah, no, I mean, last time I I think Jerry Reinsdorf spoke to the media was when David Stern died. So, I mean, like very certain circumstances. Yeah, right. He he has talked to to us only when, uh, since I've been on the beat, only when Harold Baines and Hawk Harrelson went into the Hall of Fame. Um, I believe he talked to, to Merck, uh, uh, as a pool reporter for, for all of representing all of us when the team won the division in 2021. Um, so after that, so that's really the, the only time since I've been on the beat that, uh, that Jerry Reinsdorf has commented on the actual here and now team. Uh, and then I've been on the beat for six years. <laughs> I mean, Pe- Pedro said you guys should bug him about the lineup. So I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, should I, I, yeah. I, 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 since this team is 15 games under you, you are control our, our Sox PR relations here. So should I, or should I not stand in the parking lot at 35th and Shields with a sign that says Jerry Reinsdorf, please talk to me. Um, I mean, you could stand in the parking lot with that sign. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect it to, uh, be fulfilled the way you want it fulfilled. Let's put it that way. Oh, when you I, pass him in the hall, when you pass him in the hall, he's very cordial. He says, hello, have, how are you? He's very nice. So, but, uh, <laughs> but it doesn't usually go beyond that. I don't have high hopes, but I also have a lot of time on my hands. So uh, you didn't say no. Yeah. So I'm going to do it. I mean, you could do I the same thing right no, out here. I would, yeah, I would probably, I would probably recommend against it for a variety of reasons, but uh, I, I'm not saying you can't. He'll see it the same amount of time as you stand right out here with that same sign. Zero. That's fair. Um, let's, uh, let's take a quick break uh, and let people know about our friends over at Game Time. Uh, that, that guy, Jerry, I know a lot of people are, are frustrated with him, and if you don't want to give a certain owner uh, some direct money, uh, don't be stressed out because Game Time has you covered. Uh, whether you are hunting down the best price, whether you are trying to avoid 
uh, certain revenue streams, I guess that's the way I could f- 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 uh, phrase that. Or if you're just looking last minute to go to an upcoming game this weekend, uh, like Sox versus the Cardinals. And like Herb did, he got into the uh, Blue Jays Sox game. What the what day time? game? What time? Like you buy four your o'clock. You right, at, right, right at game time. Mercy. <laughs> I'm committed to the bit. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, forget planning in months in advance. Herb walked in and bought them the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And the Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section in a row for less. Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the Game Time app and create an account and use code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHGO for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Our next show is on Sunday, which will be uh, an interesting day. Obviously, we'll be recapping uh, the series against the Cardinals. Dylan Cease pitches on Friday. We'll be going up against Jordan Montgomery. Uh, I don't know if uh, we have any more information on TBD uh, for Saturday, Vinny, but he'll be going up against uh, Miles Michaelis. I'd say say Banks, Toussaint, or some combination thereof. Okay. Um, And then Sunday will be July 9th. Uh, Lucas Giolito versus Steven Matz. And also on Sunday is the first round of the uh, MLB draft. Uh, Cubs will be picking 13th and Sox will be picking 15th. If you are looking for Cubs coverage, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have it for you and uh, we'll, we'll be covering uh, with you uh, uh, at CHG underscore White Sox. Uh, Herb, you're right. We do need to do comment though. You know what, Sean? The Comet Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses and uh, communities that they serve helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. I just don't want them to turn the lights off on us. <laughs> You're right. Uh, Comet offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across the territory. Comet offers the uh, offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. Sean, how does that work? Well, in, in the an authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs, and these can be done in person or virtually, and last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. If you own a business, do not wait. Get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash powering biz. Sean, did you say www.comed.com slash powering biz? I did. Schedule it today. Um, and I, I think Tom is correct that yes. uh, Saturday is Luis Robert bobblehead day correct uh, so uh, ma- make sure that uh, if you are interested in going this weekend uh, you're buying tickets through our friends uh, at game time and, and go get the uh, all-star bobblehead he's got some slick shades on and uh, he'll be representing the Sox in the home run derby on monday um and yes kpw i am later and, on this month the and, 19th uh going to toronto for jay's padres um any final thoughts on the Sox? Series loss to Toronto, uh, getting swept against Toronto. Um, I, I mean, they're 15 games under 500, and we heard Rick uh, on the fourth and them losing three straight games. It just again makes the the picture clearer. I don't I don't really know how how much clearer we can get. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen. I think fans. I think you two guys. I, I think you know, even me watching from from my perch of uh, that isn't really uh, impacted by you know desire of any way but I think everybody outside these walls has kind of determined that this is where this was going to end up for you know as, as, as sellers here at the deadline um, and inside the walls I, I don't know how they could see really any other route out of this at this point just because 
you know, we say, how much time do they have left? You know, oh, they've got such a small amount of time to turn things around because they've got to start making these decisions on the other side of the All-Star break. Well, I, I don't know if they have any time left. I, I think the, the sand might have run out of the hourglass already. And, you know, listen, uh, Rick Hahn complimented the players for, for trying, for focusing on, on doing the job and, and trying to get this done. Um, they think that it's not over yet. They're technically right. They haven't been eliminated from anything. Um, and, and good on them that that's what they're doing. That's their job. They should be focusing on trying to win a whole bunch of games right away. Um, but there doesn't really seem to be that coming. And uh, I think that whether it's losing games or some more uh, players stepping up their game to increase their trade value, again, they're not trying to do that, but that's what's happening when they play well. Um, all signs are pointing to that right now at the at the end of this month. So um, it's much different situation than last year. Uh, this team is 15 games worse than it was at the end of last season right now. Uh, and at the trade deadline last year, everybody was like, what can they buy? What can they buy? And it was this huge disappointment for a lot of fans, but it only resulted in a relief arm, even though then everybody was like, oh, can they really do this? Is there is there any time left for them to, to really get going here? Are they ever going to make it happen? Well, this year's been much worse than that. And uh, I think everybody's just kind of um, – resigned to the fact that that's going to happen yet unless you are wearing that white Sox uniform right now um you know not and not your not your uh you know uh aj Przinski jersey that you bought 15 years ago but the uh i mean the guys who actually wear the the, the pants and everything last thing i gotta say is that the nail was in, driven into the coffin on saturday when they lost the second game versus the oakland A's, thus losing the series this swept by the jays is just the dirt going on top of that coffin and now we're patting it down it's good that they lost it's they have a definitive season there's no way that they're going to come back there's no way that anybody can believe that this team is going to do anything but what they've been doing except for as Vinny says the people in that locker room but you know they can only do so much because they've been trying and they're 15 games below 500. And then to build off of that, I mean, uh, when they lose the series to the Cardinals, we're going to build, uh, we're going to dig the coffin back up. And then when they trade Tim Anderson, we're going to give uh, the coffin a Viking funeral on Lake Michigan. Uh, so you know, it's going to be great, and it's going to be uh, all bright and, and and Herbie Sunshine is here to spread joy all across Chicago land through this White Sox season in 2023. Uh, yeah, the important numbers are 15 games back and. Are 15 games under and eight games back. Mm-hmm. We keep talking about how eight bad the ALC. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Minnesota didn't even play. Got a full game. <laughs> um, yeah, so 15 games under 500 and eight and a half games back of the AL Central. It is a bad division, and they're eight and a half games back, and it just does not uh, hey, really. If you want a dose of Herbie Sunshine, here it is for you. The White Sox are not in last place. The Kansas City Royals are 20 games out of first place. The White Sox are not that. Yeah, that didn't, that didn't make me feel that good. Um, th- <laughs> thanks for trying. Appreciate it. I mean, hey. Hey. Numbers, numbers don't lie. That's math for you. Num- right numbers there. numbers don't lie. The guy who turned 29, uh, and uh, I'm not even going to get into it. Oh, man. Uh, anyways, unprompted. That's going to do it uh, for the CHGO White Sox post-game show. Uh, that's Vinny Duber. You can follow him on Twitter <laughs> at Akramal23. No, you can follow him on Twitter at Vinny Duber. Uh, he's our CHGO White Sox beat writer. Uh, he's got a couple articles up from this week. Uh, Rick Hahn uh, speaking about this team. Uh, Luis Robert being uh, t- t- pulling a 180 and joining the Home Run Derby. Uh, so make sure you check those out at allchgo.com. 
That's Herb Lawrence. You can follow him on Twitter at Ecknerwall23. He's our CHGO White Sox community leader. And I'm Sean Anderson. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. Thank you to Stephen Nicholas for producing the show. And we will see you on Sunday with the recap of the Sox Cardinal Series. See you then.